Welcome to the Luminous Podcast, weekly meditations, readings, and blessings to assist with our rest, peace, and spiritual wellness. You can find out more at LuminousAnglican.com. Happy Christmas. Happy New Year. For last year's words belong to last year's language, and next year's words await a new voice. And to make an end is to make a beginning. T.S. Eliot. Our being informs our doing, and, and our doing influences our being. And we live out our beliefs, our convictions. At the end of each year, my dad would give me a book. They were usually small, easy-to-read books that he would pick up along his travels. And he was a, an interesting guy. Many of you have probably heard me talk about him before. I, I would describe him as a uh, maybe a younger than Babe Ruth, but like a Babe Ruth figure with a cross between Johnny Cash. He played baseball, he was in law enforcement, but he was a singer, songwriter, guitarist, an incredible guitarist, actually. And he was so interesting how he would give gifts. One year, he gave me a book that looked like he picked it up at the end cap of an airport bookstore. And he wrote something in it that has stayed with me through the years. He wrote, and now we welcome the new year full of things that have not been. And that could have been rock or he could have picked that up from someone else. I'm not really sure. And the reading from the Gospel of Matthew today is disturbing. Let's just be honest. It's, it's this, again, talking of Herod, it feels like an ancient Black Mirror episode. And as a continuation from the Nativity narrative from Christmas Eve, we see the contrast of the way of Jesus and Creator and the way of Herod, a king who was threatened by the idea or the possibility of a Christ child. The contrast is this way of Jesus sets people free and a king like Herod would be so threatened that he was willing to commit genocide 
to kill an entire generation of children if it meant that one of them were possibly Jesus. So for this day, for this time, I wanted to speak about a couple of things. It's a little different than what I would normally do, but this seems appropriate. Many years ago, I found beauty and incredible peace in spiritual practices, two of which stand out that I'm going to speak of. I began to form a rule of life, which I speak of quite often. And I began to practice Lectio Divina, divine reading, along with meditative prayer. Here's a good example, Psalm 4610. Many of us have heard this one line and this is how it would look in a practice of Lectio Divina and Centering Prayer. Be still and know that I am God. Be still and know that I am. Be still and know. Be still. Encountering Psalm 148 through the ancient practice and method of Lectio Divina brings perspective. The psalm today, when we speak of all of the praises, all of the beautiful ways in which God has revealed the goodness and reality of God's creation. There's three things that stand out if you read this passage, Psalm 148. There's potential for harmonious coexistence with all things. As long as there is the order of created things. Two, influence of God's presence through creation, other people, the spirit. And three, there's this alluding to worry and how it distracts us from being present and perhaps even hopeful. So these three perspectives come through a place of presence, of awareness, that can really only seep up when we're there with it in our being, in our deepest places. As I read through the psalm, I notice the number of times that I say praise in some form. After three readings, it was nearly 39 times. Praise Him, praise the Lord, praise the name of the Lord. And since the practice of Lectio Divina encourages participants to not judge what comes to mind, the repetition in fast succession of praise in the Psalms was a reminder of the abundant and random nature of reasons to praise that rise at any given day if we have the eyes to see and the ears to hear in the presence of being. Walter Brueggemann's work 
on the genres of the psalms suggest three functions of the psalms. Orientation, disorientation, and reorientation. This psalm might be better understood as a psalm of reorientation. Psalm 148 is a new song being sung that the appearance of a new reality, a new creation, new harmony, a renewal. And when we join singing this hymn, repeating this hymn, chanting this hymn, we participate in bringing a new world, a new world we thought was not possible, one where all of heaven and earth is praising the one who is creating the heavens and the earth. So a rule of life is a commitment to live your life in a particular way. Our English word rule is derived from the Latin regula, meaning a straight piece of wood, a ruler, and by extension, a pattern, model, rhythm, or example. Nestor DeWall, a longtime student in monastic spirituality and Celtic heart, writes that regula, a feminine noun, carries gentle connotations, a signpost, a railing, something that gives me support as I move forward in my search for God. A rule of life then serves as a gentle guide of how to live. In this way, a rule of life is different than the goals, intentions, or even resolutions that we tend to set for ourselves, usually around this time each year. Those methods are task-based and measurable, and they're often focused on what we do. A rule of life helps us to become. It is comprised of several simple statements that guide the posture of our life. And this is an undercurrent of parish life within Luminous. It is almost a, a parish monastic abbey that we gather and are sent, gather and are sent again. It is not to be lived perfectly. But we can, this can be lived faithfully while fostering within a integrated and an embodied life of faith. The embodiment of the way of Jesus takes, requires intentionality and rhythm. See, there's a cadence to our spiritual breath, our spiritual awareness, our mindfulness of who we are in the present, in the moment, our being informing our doing, our doing influencing our being. So allow your rule of life to develop slowly over time. Listen, 
be aware, be present, and realize that the unique expression of Christ in you will look different than the expression of Christ in others. It can be helpful to remember that the kingdom is a reality of a wholeness of different portions, of different parts. So you need not seek, but to be only faithful at your small part, not a whole. It is not your responsibility to be everything to everyone. Consider inviting others into this exercise with you, such as a spouse or a spiritual director or a clergy or someone that you trust. Friends who see us deeply and know us intimately because of our vulnerabilities and our forthcomingness and our convictions can be the most trusted and beautiful souls to help us walk into what it means to create a rule of life. And regard your rule as a living and involving opportunity, something that you can review and adjust as you live it out. So here are just a few examples that I have been given permission to share from others. Here are just a handful of rules of life. I will be a soft place to land for hurting people. I will be gracious with my thoughts and be open to care and control. If you knew this person sharing this, you would see how profound this rule would be. I will seek to understand more than to be understood. I will love and serve others from my heart. And one more, I will seek a heart of compassion. They can be this simple or they can be a little bit more elaborate. Whatever is helpful for where you're living and where you hope to live into. I truly hope that this is helpful. We have done courses on a rule of life, creating a rule of life before. I would be happy to be accessible to you if that would be of any help. So in closing, this is a new time, a new year full of opportunities and lots of possible healthy change. One of the ways that we mark our steps in our spiritual journey is confirmation, reaffirmation, affirmation. It's the closest thing that we have to church membership within our parish. It's a way of the parish supporting one another and marking moments along our way. January 29th is going to be our next class if you're curious or interested or planning on being confirmed, 
which will actually be on February 12th. If you would like to be a part of the class on the 29th, you can go to our site and sign up for that. I would love to see you there. I would love to help in any way I can. Let me know. We hope to see you at the parish at some point this year. God's peace. If you would like more information or ways to be a part of Luminous, please go to LuminousAnglican.com. Peace be with you.